This episode contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The MFG cast presents 13th Street. Welcome to season three of our core noir story. George Armstrong really hitting it lately. Two big cases. He's become quite popular now. It just, it seems like things are on the up and up for him. So before I get into like the main story of it all, like, is there anything that George wants to do? Are there any like loose ends or are there any things that, that, he wants to look into before I introduce this new storyline. Um, I don't think so. I think we, we sort of wrapped up uh, a bunch of loose ends in our prologue interstitial episode before uh, jumping into this season. I don't think that there's anything that's really hanging out that would necessarily draw his attention. I think it's kind of like, you know, back to work it's you know finding you know cheating husbands and you know embezzling employees and like you know whatever you know serving uh, um you know summonses and stuff you know like all the the humdrum like everyday stuff like there's an influx of business but like it's all the normal like low-key shit oh i lost my dog can you <laughs> like whatever nor i probably not that but like you know whatever the normal pi stuff is in the in the 40s you know yeah, for sure. So yeah, let's let's open up on uh, a day at the office. So let's just say like you come into work. Janice is straightening up files. She's 
You know, it looks like everything is freshly cleaned. A uh, hot pot of coffee is on. She's actually seems to be in a really good mood. She's whistling um, and she's kind of looking through some paperwork as you enter your office. So he comes in, he's smoking already, takes his hat off and, you know, hangs it on the, the, the coat rack by the door, you know, walks over to the, you know, to the coffee pot. He's pouring himself a cup of coffee and he says, uh, hey, uh, so what's the good news? You look like you're in a pretty good mood this morning. Got, and, got the cat by the tail, huh? And she, you know, she kind of uh, stops and it it's almost like she's kind of, she was kind of lost in her own little world. And she's like, she's like, ah, uh, oh, yes, yes, Mr. Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think the fact that it's just been so pleasant to be just busy, you know, sometimes it's just nice to be busy, you know? Yeah, this, this is uh, definitely a nice change of pace, right? And uh, got nobody knocking me on my noggin. Yeah, for sure. You know, it, it's interesting on this, you know, nice fall day. It just, I don't know. It's just everything. The air seems cleaner. Just everything seems, I don't know. It just seems ripe for, I don't know, good things, I feel. All right. Well, I hope you're right. You know, oh. he sips his coffee and he's like, you know, picking up the ashtray with the other hand he's kind of like starting to move towards the office yeah and as you're as you're starting to move towards your your actual office sorry there's like you're you're you know you're there's an outer office yeah outer yeah yeah yeah, for sure outer office and inner office your personal inner office janice brings over a stack of papers to you and she's like looks like the getting is good sir you have a couple of possible clients I just, if you have a few seconds, I would love to tell you about them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me what you got. Anything good? For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah most definitely. Um, ooh, this one. This one here is a, a bank owner that actually feels like someone is um, stealing money from them. And he thinks that it's somebody on the inside. They've been missing some five dollar bills here and there and he hasn't really been able to find the culprit yet um they've tried to you know they've uh, his security has been on the lookout but for some reason they just he hasn't just he hasn't been able to figure out who this person is and i it feels like he's very anxious to not only find the culprit but also he said he was willing to pay handsomely. Oh, I, I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this one, this one here, this one's one of my, uh, it just breaks my heart. It really does. Okay. So this one may seem a little personal. So in my apartment building, Miss Jefferson, she, somebody broke into her house and stole some of her China and I know it doesn't seem like much, but apparently these are, this is something that's been in her family for a lot of, for many generations. So she's, I don't know, she's a little heartbroken. Again, my personal feelings aside, I think it would be something that would be good for us to take on just to not only help out someone who needs it, but, you know, just say like, you know, the, 
press gets a hold of this is you know good press for you oh yeah for sure yeah we may do that one pro bono some some uh some kid probably just uh took it down to the uh, pawn shop and uh turned it in for a couple of bucks yeah that's sure a possibility and then the last one i have here i have um it looks like it is a pastry a pastry place downtown they were doing a one of the um shoot trying to think of what it is come on Uh, spit it out kid (laughs) (laughs) uh someone was coming to pick up their uh one of the god damn it what do they call that when somebody comes to businesses and they take their money to put it in the bank and stuff like that it's like a oh the uh it's not a courier but the uh, the armored car guys yeah 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 exactly uh yeah it looks like um you know they were trying to drop off or someone was coming to pick up their sales for the day and this armored truck got hit but not in the way you would think it was one of those where where the guy was looking to help help with some with some bags or what with some of their bags and then one went missing so I don't know if it's one of those where it, it, they slipped in and out or it was something that maybe one of the one of the drivers misplaced it or whatever. But I don't know. just seemed intriguing to me. So. Hmm. Might be something more for the police, but uh, yeah, I could follow up on a couple of these and uh, see what we got going. You got a yeah, number there for uh, Miss Jefferson. I maybe we'll start with that. That should be something we could knock out pretty easy, I think. Oh, you bet. I have it right here. And she, she has it ready in her pocket. She, uh, like it, it, you know, it should be written down on an official piece of paper, but it's just like a scratch piece of paper that she hands to you or whatever. And she says, um, yeah, if it, you know, if any of these other ones, you know, look good to you, just let me know. Otherwise, um, we could always just refer, refer to the police too. Yeah. I could, uh, I give Brian a call and see what he's up to, uh, See how busy he is. He's got, uh, you know, if he's got the time, it might be something that, you know, he and I can uh, partner up on a little bit, you know, like on the down low, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, he, um, you know, like takes the papers under his arms. He's got like the coffee in the ashtray, like his cigarettes hanging out of his lips and, you know, kind of shuffles into the office and plops everything down on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you've, You've got your paperwork, you've got, you know, some certain things that you've done. Like there might be like, you know, maybe, you know, one of the checks you need to sign for Janice, you know, maybe she sends you some other some paperwork for like some bills you need to pay, you know, some things you need to kind of wrap up on that you've used during your investigations and stuff like that. And as you're kind of looking at all that and you're kind of, you know, trying to suss out how your day is going to start the phone rings he waits a beat to see if she picks it up yeah of course she would do she would do it right away so because see i don't think he would normally answer the phone on his own right yeah yeah for sure somebody working for him (laughs) yeah like there's 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 a you know like a connected line in your office just in case janice goes to like get the dry cleaning or you know anything else or she decides if you decide to you know let her leave for the day because yeah any of that kind of stuff because you you just never know you have that phone but of course you know you pay her to be your assistant and you know you know that's our secretary and that's what she does so she answers the phone she's armstrong investigations this is janice speaking 
and um you know you don't really quite hear what's going on you kind of you know hear some mumbling in the background that kind of thing and um then you hear a chair push back and you hear some footsteps and you hear a light knock on the door and yeah she doesn't she doesn't come in and tell you i think she would i, I think we're I, I think we're pretty well established that like Copacetic you know enough. she like knock knock and just like opens just up the door in. okay yeah, i yeah. would assume so yeah sounds good um she's like yeah uh mr armstrong it looks like evie is on line one. Oh, uh she say what she wanted she didn't really say but she sounded pretty desperate Ah, oh, jeez. all right yeah yeah put her through then okay. he like Will puts do. the papers down that he had like picks up the cigarette takes a big fucking drag stubs it out and uh you know waits for her to well, I guess I, I don't know. I, I don't know if she would have to transfer if I would just pick it up, I guess, then. Yeah, she probably, she, she'd probably transfer it. You'd probably see, like, the little flashing dot that says that it's ready to be picked up. I don't know. I feel like that was back then, but who knows? <laughs> I'm really terrible with this kind of stuff, but, you I, know. I guess, so, not that not that anybody cares. She probably would have put her on hold and and hung, you know, put the, you know, the, the phone back in the receiver. Yeah. Right. So she probably I probably wait for her to walk out. She closes the door and then I pick up the receiver and punch the button because it's flashing. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I think it's that situation. Yeah, that sounds that sounds perfect because everything has to be absolutely 100 percent accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even even though I, t- I take a lot of liberties in this game because there's a lot of stuff back in the 40s that I did not care about and I do, I won't have in my game. So uh yeah <laughs> that's a whole different thing <laughs> yeah yeah exactly we could talk about that for a very long time so yeah yeah so he, he you know takes a deep breath and says uh hey evie uh what's what's going on oh, george i tell you when when things feel like they're getting better then sometimes life just i don't know just wants to knock you down Oh uh, yeah, what what's uh, going on? You you, you okay? Uh, I got a I got a letter from Matthew. Oh really? I did. I I just I don't want to read it, George. I just don't want to. Uh, this is the first time he reached out to you since he's uh been away. As far as I know, he might have called me. I never answered, but. Yeah, this is the first, as far as I know, communication. And I just don't know if I could go through with it. Uh so uh what do you what do you need me to do? I just I don't know. Do you could you maybe you know when you have some time, could you just come over and just be there for me while I read this? Or maybe you could just read it and then like if there was anything that actually mattered to me. You could tell me. And, and like the shot is, is her when she's talking, right? And it's like that noir style. It's like close up on her. She kind of looks like she's a little teary and she's like, you know, nicely quaffed. And, you know, she's holding, you know, cradle on the phone or whatever. And then it cuts back to him and he's like leans back in the chair. He's got the receiver, grabs the cigarette again, like, 
you know, blows the smoke up, you know, kind of like up and away into the corner. He's like, uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I guess I could, I could, I could come over. Um, I got a couple of things here. I got, I got to look at today, but, um, you home now you, you at the club tonight. What, what do you, what's your schedule look like? Well, I just, I had to tell him I wasn't coming in. I just, just one of those days, you know, where just nothing wants to go right. And I just, I don't think I could be on my best tonight. All right. Is everything else okay? Is every, you know, everything else you're doing all right? Mm, I, I suppose I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like I haven't been myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know if it's the moon or I don't know if it's the time of year. I just like, even when I go out and sing, there's just, I don't know. There's not just not enough passion. I just, I feel like there's something missing. Hmm. That doesn't sound like you at all. I know. And that's why it's so interesting. I guess that's one way to put it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just need, maybe I need a, just a good ear. Maybe I just need a friend. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever hear you call me that. Well, I mean, it's better than other things I've called you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think I'll be doing very much today. I think I may do some writing. I do have some laundry I need to pick up, but other than that, I should be home most of the day. All right. Let me, uh, let me get through a little bit of this paperwork and then uh, I'll, I'll come on over. Okay. Why don't you do me a favor? Why don't you call before you come? Just so we don't waste any time. Uh, Yeah, sure. Sure. Give me like a, maybe like an hour. Okay. You're a sweetheart. Right yeah all right well hmm. i don't know just be careful out there always all right i'll talk to you soon all right i'll call you in a bit goodbye and he kind of like i mean he doesn't like stare at the phone but he kind of like stares off into the distance sort of like absolutely hangs the phone back up and like mm-hmm. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the kind of conversation that he's used to. Like she's, you know, usually very much, not that she's necessarily abrasive, like as a person, certainly there's a lot more needling towards George. I feel like, Mm -hmm. right. Like when they get, you know, it's, it's like oil and water, right? Like it's, it's fire and ice. It's that kind of like, that's what it's become. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we're in the same spaces we you know obviously have shared history and all that kind of stuff and you know that it can be pleasant but it's not usually friendly per se right yeah yeah um and so you know and she's usually much more you know sort of uh you know self-confident and you know sort of cocksure mm-hmm. about you know her place and what she wants right like that's you know that was kind of you know one of their sticking points right is that she was very you know, sort of headstrong one after what she wanted, you know, at that time, right? Like that it's apt to cause friction in that, you know, era oh, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, right? for sure. You know, with the you never supported me and you know, that that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so he's 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 a little on his heels about the whole thing. He's <laughs> thinking that maybe, 
you know, she, she had fallen for, for Matt harder than he had realized. Maybe like, that's, that's kind of what he's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So as your, as your thoughts kind of fade to, you know, certain questions and kind of some thinking of past and future and stuff like that present, your phone rings again. This time Janice is quick to pick it up and she's uh, Armstrong investigations. Oh yes. Yep. Right away. Just a moment. And uh, let's just say that. Uh, oh no, never mind. Um, so yep. She knocks on your door again and she opens the door and she's, you must be very popular today. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, Jane is on the phone for you. Oh uh, yeah, sure. I, and I don't even think he waits. Well, I guess there was kind of a thing. He goes, uh, yeah, uh, sure. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll grab it. Thanks. Okay. And she shuts the door lightly behind you. Yeah. So, so he answers. Says, "Hey, Donald, uh, how's it going?" Hey, George. Been thinking about you a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Guess what? Like, guess guess what? Ha- I mean. I mean, just because I wanted to tell you. Guess what? Happened? what what's up? I. Carol is going to play one of my songs tonight. Oh, no kidding. Yes. I can't believe it. She loves it. Yeah, you, should, good. you should hear her sing it. Oh, she's like a songbird. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Don't let Evie hear you say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and she she gives like a devilish like giggle or whatever and she's like oh don't worry about her she may have a lot of bark but not as much bite as you'd think well i don't know she, she's got she's got a pretty big bite too <laughs> um and she kind of laughs at that and she says um well you know what that means an an awesome or you know what that means an uh and you know what that means? A great night for us. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't miss it. Oh, that's that's great news. So it looks like it's going to be 7 p.m. at the Glow Lounge. So let, we should probably get there a little bit earlier just because I want to I, I want to talk to Carol about just a few little things that yeah, maybe she'd like to tweak to make it sound a little bit better. But otherwise... Yeah, I oh I'm just I'm just so excited. Hey, no, I'm happy for you. That's great. That's great. Oh the man. first first of many, yeah. Oh, I really hope so. And with you by my side, I mean, can't get any better, can it? <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> uh, and she laughs at that and she says, Yep. And see, that's why George Armstrong, that's why you're the best. Yeah, just don't let it get around. <laughs> I'm sure there would be some people that would disagree with me, and she giggles to herself. You, um, you know, he he laughs. Yeah. Oh, where are my manners? How have you been? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, things are busy here. He's kind of like pushing papers around on the desk. He's, I got a couple of things here. I'm gonna look into. Uh, one of them's pretty uh, pretty straightforward. The other two, I don't know. I might have to refer these out to Brian, but. Yeah, things things are good. Things are good. Keep them busy. Staying out of trouble. Well, that's that's the news I like to hear. Haven't been beaten up, uh, you know, in at least a couple of weeks. 
<laughs> um, and she kind of laughs at that or whatever. And she says, well, there's still time. Um, yeah. Well, enough of my blathering. Uh, I have work to do. Uh, yeah, I will uh, see you tonight then. I Oh, I can't wait. All right. You, can, you take care, hon. Okay, you too. All right. Goodbye. See ya. Um, and now he's just like fuck right like <laughs> like it it's good but it's also like wow they, it's it's like they could sense each other <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. this is going to be an interesting day you know it's kind of what he's thinking yeah 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 another day in the life of george armstrong uh yeah so now you have a full plate now you're like okay well you know if i you know want to do this pro bono case you know i could talk to I can talk to this lady about it. And then, you know, the, how can I swing both ladies at once kind of thing? Cause you never know when exactly you're going to be hanging out with Evie. You know exactly what time you might be hanging out with um, Jane, but who knows if that will kind of coincide with each other. And as you um, are kind of contemplating how busy your day is, there is a slight knock on the front door and you hear Janice's heels click down the click down the um, floor or whatever. And she opens the door and she's like, Oh, Oh, well, uh, yes, of course. Come in, come in, come in. And like, uh, he's not, like his door is closed, but like he has his head up and he's kind of like listening and looking right. Cause people don't normally show up at the door. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. call right like who would <laughs> yeah yeah who would actually do that yeah and um so i think we talked about this before i think your office door has like a little window part but it's like that it's the frosted glass frosted with the golden glass. black lettering across yeah. It, yeah yeah exactly so you know you see two figures uh one that looks like it's bending over and kind of walking very slowly and there is another figure that's tall and almost stoic that's helping this other person along and you hear janice go mr armstrong there are some clients here to see you uh yep i'm coming right out and he like he stands and kind of like you know uh, straightens his tie you know buttons his coat takes you know swigs the last little bit of coffee um you know stubs out the cigarette that he was smoking and exits out in a you know in a flourish george armstrong happy to meet you uh, what what is it that i can do for you i want oh okay i'm gonna ask you a question and then i'm gonna have you roll some dice okay. um so of course when it comes to evie and carol at being at the glow lounge like you have partake you have partook in a lot of different music how much of a music fan is george Jazz, uh, he's into jazz and blues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's New York, so it wouldn't be like country or anything like that. Um, yeah. You know, I think, I feel like he's probably been over to the Cotton Club over in Harlem and things like that. Like, he's he's into, like he's at the Glow Lounge all the time, right? Like, he's he's got his home place and there's music and, you know, Evie's a jazz singer. So, like, he's, he's into that scene, you know? Yeah. So, and then I will... Hmm. Yeah, I would still have you roll a. So, just because again, I'm terrible at these things, and you're really good at answering my questions about these things. 
it to know somebody that might be famous but not as famous as like a superstar is famous what would that what kind of role would you say that would be i mean theoretically you could have like a skill for trivia or whatever mm-hmm. um you know maybe just a straight brains role like okay. do, you know do you recognize and or know you know this person by you know have they been in the paper or whatever right like maybe you'd recognize the voice right like if they've been on the on the radio like if it's a singer or something you mm-hmm. know along that age but probably just a straight brains role I would okay think. well let's do that we'll do a straight brains role and we'll have the dlb a four okay uh nope two threes and a two okay so that would be a no but correct because uh, it's one under a four uh would be a no and let me pull up the sheet i'm sorry i did not uh, pull that sheet up because I am unprepared and I go or a no and not a yes not a no but but a yes a no and no no I think no you're but. right hold yeah, on no but. The sheet. <laughs> <laughs> damn it but I don't think it's a no but because a no but would be two right oh true so that would just I be a no fucking sheet. Maybe yeah because one good. under is a no one over is a yes uh, exceed by miss by one is a no but oh it is a no but okay so, so no and would be the real bad thing. So, gotcha. so no, you don't recognize the person, but something positive. Okay. Yep. Sounds but, good. But the but is yours and the ends are mine, right? Yep. Sounds so. good. And it's going to work perfectly because this is exactly where I kind of thought it was going to go. And I'm kind of <laughs> glad it did. <laughs> All right. So you do not recognize the tall stoic man that is leading this little old lady around but you recognize this old lady as Clarice Abram, wife of jazz legend J.J. Abram. J.J. Abram, really? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of anything else at the time, and then I was like, it's not the same. It's not Abrams. It's spelled different. I don't care. So Uh, it's Clarice Abram. Abram is A-B-R-A-M. Okay. So it's Clarice Abram, and then her husband is J.J.? Correct. Okay. And he says, uh, like he he's like he stands up and kind of like like straightens himself a little bit, you know, kind of unconsciously. He says, uh, uh, uh Mrs. Abram, um, what what brings you here? <laughs> You're the last person I'd uh, expect to see come through these doors. And she she laughs, but in a way that even though it's a laugh, it's kind of a sad, still kind of a sad laugh, you know. And right. she she's kind of like, <laughs> you know. It never ceases to amaze me, the people that recognize me. And I'm not even the one who did any of the work. And she kind of giggles to herself. Well, you, your husband is a, a wonderful performer. I, uh, I've seen him before. I, you, you were in, in the audience. So always oh, in the front row. It's uh, great to see the, the two of you together as he, was, uh, as he was playing. It's a little bit of magic. It was. It's too bad that the world will unfortunately never get to hear that again. Wait, what? What what happened? Uh um, is he okay? You are probably one of the few that will hear this news before the world does. Unfortunately, my JJ has passed. Oh no! Like, and he like he steps forward to like take her hand. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. You know, like that's that, that's awful. What the what what happened? How, what, what why are you here? And as you're 
uh, ooh, before you do that, I want you to roll me a awareness check. Um, I'm going to have it be l- really low. I'm going to have it be a two. Well, I can't fail. <laughs> uh, I got a five total. Okay, good. You know, as you're kind of saying these things, uh, Janice is on the uh, by her desk and she's kind of sliding a paper like this morning's paper at like kind of at you or whatever in my direction right yeah exactly <laughs> and she's trying to keep it to where you know she's hoping that the other two don't see and it says multiple people including jazz Le- legend die in apartment fire or a like building fire i should say building fire because it's an apartment building but we'll say building fire okay um like he like he like very slightly not like his eyes flick down to the paper and like he just kind of gives her like a real like quick nod you know Mm -hmm. yeah for sure Um, and we'll go we'll go back to your question because you asked it already about what happened so right yeah yeah yeah, i mean he wouldn't be like oh shit yeah i saw the paper right like he would obviously let her tell the story right yeah yeah for sure she says unfortunately some hooligans decided to start a fire in our apartment building and they claimed the life of my husband oh did they catch him jesus i'm I'm so sorry no unfortunately your uh the police department is working on it right now but i don't know i feel i feel in my heart that this needs a more personal touch uh yeah i mean i would be i would be happy to she says um when I heard the police talking and interviewing some d- people as they were talking to me, as I was coming back from a dinner that I was invited to with my girlfriends, it seemed like it's like they had, didn't have their heads on t- head. It's like they didn't have their heads twisted on. Right. It, they were asking so many questions and there was so many so many things that seemed unanswered and I just I just I don't know if it's something that they can take care of and I've heard I've heard very good things about you and I just I just need you to find who did this because not only did they take away my JJ but so many others and and as you know as she's talking he's like guiding her into it like he grabs Janice's chair I don't he may have a uh, I don't know if the reception the receptionary has probably got like a little love seat or something. I or would like assume so. Yeah, big leather chairs or something. So like you know, he maneuvers her into a chair, and you know, would like I assume Janice would probably like make her a cup of coffee or whatever. For right? sure. Like we're 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 doing the thing. Like we have a routine. People are here, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not the only time someone's come in, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, you know, not super common. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he says, uh, yeah, um is is it okay if i ask you some questions and i don't want to upset you any more than you already are and she and she kind of gives you a brave smile and she goes that's what i'm here for kato and he's kind of like you know he's sort of like on one knee and he's still like holding her hand you know like janice brings coffee over or whatever and um he says uh so so uh was it it was it last night like he grabs his book, like he's got his notebook, right? Like he's like taking, like he's working. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's like, well, from 
from what I've heard, the fire started at about 7 p.m. last night. Unfortunately, I didn't get there until much, much later. Uh, can I ask where you were? Yes, I was at... Uh, now I have to think of names. There's too many names I've used already. I'm like, this name. <laughs> nope, I've used it. This name. Nope, I've used it. Oh, I was at my best friend Kimberly's birthday party. Oh, nice. Like, the player wants to make a f- uh, an insight check, but I don't, I don't think that... George would suspect the eighty-year-old lady, the eighty-year-old lady of killing her husband. You know what I mean, like, oh, just wait until you figure, <laughs> until I tell you that it that she did it. <laughs> uh, and does uh, Kimberly have a last name? I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but he God would obviously ask you. the question. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh fuck, other names. Yes, her na- her last name is Peterson. Kimberly Peterson. Great, thank you. Do you, uh, I mean, I guess I get some of this from the, from the police reports. Um, you know where the fire started? Did they say, was it in the basement? Was it uh, somewhere up or in the building? Well, this, this is the part where it gets a little interesting, Mr. And Mr. Armstrong. So from one of the policemen, I heard that it was started in a boiler room and that it must've been it must have been turned up too high and started a chain reaction. But then I hear another an- another officer saying that one of the other apartments started on fire also. So that's where it makes me think there's something fishy going on here. But again, I'm just a little old lady. I don't know many things. But I do have an intuition. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've seen more than most people. When it comes to some of the things that how much was that? When it comes to things that have been laid upon my husband and myself for us being a biracial couple, yeah, you could say we've seen a few things. And, and he nods, you know, like obviously this is a a thing that's a. I mean, still now because people are stupid, but he says, uh, "I uh, I don't mean to pry too much, but I gotta ask." Uh, did you guys have any enemies? Did you owe anybody any money? You know, all the 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 basic things I got to, you know, would run down right away if uh, someone walked in here like this. <clears throat> and she kind of like looks at you like, do you have a moment kind of thing? And she's like, well, Mr. Armstrong, you could say there are a few undesirables. There's some would say that some would say the police, some would say politicians, some would say the KKK, some would say other people in the industry. My JJ was not, my JJ was a wonderful human being. He fought for so many things. And of course, when you have those fights for what is right, there is going to be some darkness. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah, it's a all all too common truth. It doesn't narrow things down at all. Um, was there anything left at the scene that you saw? Was there anything um, you know scrawled in the hallway of the apartment? Anything like that 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 you noticed or that maybe the cop said? Well, 
one thing that one of my neighbors, okay, I actually talked to one of my neighbors, Arnold Doobie, and he told me that he would always see this strange man always walking into this empty apartment on the fifth floor, apartment 3C. He's always in and out of that apartment all of the time. But that apartment was never rented out, as far as I remember. Hmm. Sounds like a good place to start. The the uh, did the police notice? Let's let the decide. Let's let the dice decide. <laughs> I mean, I don't even I don't even know if she would know really like, if she came in afterwards. But obviously, these are yeah, the questions yeah. that would pop into his head. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Um, she says, uh, "I don't know for sure if if Mister Doobie spoke to the police about that, but I would assume because Arnold seems like a very upstanding young man that he would have." talked to the police and told them what he had seen. And is that the D-U-B-E-E? It's D-U-B-I-E. Oh, I-E. Great. Okay, thank you. I'm going to have to rewrite that whole... <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me uh, let me erase this and uh, write it all over again. <laughs> Take all the time you have. I'm only in my <laughs> 80s. I've got plenty of time. I don't think I can think of any other questions in the heat of the moment. And obviously like, you know, he can, I, so I don't know. Can, if, it, so would, I don't know if you know either, um, would something like that, I mean, obviously the fire itself is a matter of public record. Yeah. Would the incident report be something that you could go to the police station and be like, you know, Hey, when I, I heard about, you know, this break in or whatever, can I see the police report? Right. Like he's not a, he's not a random person. He's tangentially a law enforcement person. Right. And and maybe we just decide how this works in the world. And then that's how it works for us. I, I, I feel like even if he couldn't, he could probably get Brian to make him copies. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that was kind of gotta kind of be my answer. Like even if Brian couldn't do it, he'd probably be like, well, you know what? I'm going to tell so-and-so in records that you're coming and that you can, you know, do that because like, you know, the police also use outside help too. So it could be a thing where it's like, I just need to get my captain to sign this or whatever. And, you know, I can get it approved and you can take a look at it kind of thing. Yeah. Cause like, I don't necessarily want to put him in a position where like he gets in trouble for getting me stuff like on a, semi-regular basis yeah um feel like it's the kind of thing you could probably request like you know freedom of information thing but like on a local scale yeah but i i don't know i mean i guess we could probably google it but (laughs) yeah well let's just say like we talked about we could just say that brian is your end you know okay all right yeah so anytime you need something just make sure you talk to brian about it he'll get it approved now that he's actually is um detective now promote yeah promoted to detective he, there's a lot more doors that are open so it'll right, be something right. where it'll be it should be easier for you to get through to some things too and, and it, they've cleaned it, house a little bit too yeah especially in our little local precinct <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so hopefully things will be a lot easier for you okay yeah he says uh yeah, I think he just says, okay, uh, I, I appreciate that. I don't, I don't want to waste any more of your time. I will definitely um, be, be more than happy to uh, to take on this case. Uh, 
I, I really enjoyed uh, JJ's JJ's work. He's uh, just out, outstanding. It would be uh, it would be my honor to be able to uh, try to bring whoever did this to justice. And she kind of, um, <clears throat> as you're kind of helping her up, she kind of takes your hand in both of her hands and kind of sh- shakes it almost like a handshake, but is kind of shaking it very firmly or whatever. And she says, see, this is what I've come to. This is what I've heard about you. And I'm, I'm glad you're, you were able to help us. And then um, you hear the, the guy that's been standing with her by her the whole time. Uh, he kind of clears his throat or whatever. And he says, um, let's describe this, this fellow too. So he, he is also probably in his late seventies, very tall, probably about six foot two dressed in a very fine gray suit, uh, white shirt, black tie kind of has uh, uh, curly black hair with, a, with some uh, silver in it. And he says, um, I would also love to help you, Mr. Armstrong, if you ever need my help. I haven't been able to introduce myself. My name is Malcolm Jensen. And you recognize Malcolm Jensen as J.J. Abram, his writing partner for a lot of his hits. So like his one of their big hits that got J.J. on the map was 13th Street. And there are some other ones that they have had hits with that aren't as big as 13th street, but have been in the mainstream, like come knock at my door and left side of right and many other hits. And he kind of holds out his hand and he says, this is my sister. So if, if you have any other things you want to ask that maybe are a little too sensitive that you don't want to ask my sister, I am always here to answer your questions. Yeah, he he straightens himself up and he you know he shakes his hand. He says, uh, "You know, I, I I appreciate that. I might uh, might take you up on that." And he says, uh, he turns to Clarice and he says, "Well, I think that's as much excitement for us for the day. Maybe we should go back and you should get some rest." And um, Clarice kind of like turns to Malcolm and kind of shakes his shakes her head a little bit. She says, yes, it's, it's been quite a day. So Mr. Armstrong, I hope you will do all you can. Please keep me in the loop. And it was very nice to meet you. Uh, Nice to meet you as well. I wish the, uh, the circumstances were better again. I'm very sorry for your loss. Both of you. Thank you. And um, they head out. Uh, Janice actually kind of helps with the door and tells them to have a good day and takes their coffee cups and stuff like that. And um, they leave. Yeah. And then, you know, he, you know, she closes the door and he's like, fuck, I really like that guy. Street. That's where we'll be. 
made me complete On the edge of my seat Sweep me off my feet Down on 13th Street Around, kept me in this town, knocked me down, turned me upside down, tore me down. Then I came around, down on. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.